every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. We were lucky enough to sit down with the amazing Dean Graziosi. Today, for episode number 381, we are going to do a five-minute clinic on perfectionism and how it is holding you back. So perfectionism is definitely something that I've struggled with in the past. Thank you again, Tiff, for putting this suggestion in Hyperconscious Nation. Nation. Wow. I think you did Topic Thursday, and then yes. she commented about Every this. Thursday is Topic Thursday in Hyperconscious Nation. So what Kevin and I have figured out is that the drive to five, if you're a 10 on drive to five, you probably tend to deal with perfectionism. Um, Kev, I know you, you don't deal with it very much. Not really, no. What would you define perfectionism as? I don't know. It's interesting because from my perspective, Lauren Tickner said something about perfectionism is procrastination... Dressed up all fancy. Yeah, and I honestly, I would say a couple things. If you're procrastinating, there's a good chance you don't like what you're doing. Like, think about that. The days that you procrastinate on going to the gym are the days you don't want to work out. Right. But the days you're excited to go, you can't wait to go. Right. So I think that's one of the things. Is like, what are you procrastinating on? So I think there's some form of resistance there. Whether it's pain, whether it's uncertainty, whether it's perceived pain or uncertainty like you just don't feel like doing it you know it's going to be difficult you know it's going to be hard Mm. that would be my question to that and then what what is the worst case scenario like the worst case scenario is you you release this thing and somebody messages you and says what like you should have spent some more time working on it like yeah i guess right but you're you're leaving so much on the table and this is the the problem with, with extreme perfectionism, if you're mastery-driven, you'll get so good in between the time where you should have released it and when you go to release it that you're going to know way more. And you're going to have to continue. You're going to have to do version two before you drop version one. Rinse and repeat. That's going to happen. Right. That's going to happen. So we've talked about this in the past. When we go into a speech together, typically I underprepare and get disappointed after the speech in my own performance. You tend to overprepare. Yes. And have the pain before the speech. Yes. So I get the pain after, you get the pain before, yeah. and I think that's the drive to five. We have had a situation at uh, the Movement Family where you feel like you eagled up before, oh, yeah. didn't prepare, yeah. yep. you yep. you didn't have any pain before it, got the pain after. Like lots of pain. And I think that if you are on Kevin's end of drive to five and you struggle with self-doubt, most likely you're going to have a lot of nervousness before the event, before the speech, before the test. And then afterwards, you'll probably be really proud of yourself because you thought it would go poorly. Whereas if you're on my end of drive to five and you're a serial optimist, you automatically assume it's going to go great. So normally you get perception versus reality. If I believe it's going to go awesome, regardless of whether or not I prep, and again, this is subconscious, then I go and review the episode and go, oh, that's not nearly as good as I know I could do. Mm. So if you have really high self-confidence, most likely you deal with perfectionism because it's very hard to live up to that ideal perception of your future self but what's interesting about this is that you'll never actually improve unless you put in messy action well and i think the other thing too is like you yeah you probably have a very high standard 
Yeah. That's fine. Like, I love that. I love the fact that, okay, I'm a perfectionist because I have a very high standard. Understand that most people don't have the standard that you have, and they won't notice a 1% right. you know, uh, detriment or a 1% difference between your 120% and your 119% because you're naturally going to give more than 100 anyway. Right. Nobody's going to realize that. Yeah. Really. Really, nobody's going to realize that. I, I literally ran an Instagram ad, and I spelt something wrong in the Instagram ad, and somebody called me out and said, dude, you got to proofread these before you do them. You're right. <laughs> You're right, I do. I deleted it, fixed it, and then put it up again. Whoop-de-doo. No, I but You know that. what I mean? Like, you know, it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. And guess what? I've gotten X amount of followers from that. You know, it's just... It's better than not having done it at all. Because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't know there was a problem. Exactly. And if, I, if it had to be perfect... Like in my mind, it was like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run an Instagram ad for the first time ever. I'm gonna spend 150 bucks on an ad, like see what happens. And I'm like, I don't have any good minute videos. Like maybe I'll just cut one up. No, I'm just gonna do one of my quotes because I think that works. I think the cartoon of me is cool, and it got, you know, I don't know what, it, whatever the numbers are, right. but I got a good amount of follows, a good amount of engagement, and who knows how many of those people are now listening to the show. I wouldn't have done that if it had to be perfect. But again, that's not really a thing for me. Hmm. I don't really, my standards are super high, but I think I also realize like my standards are way higher than the people around me or the people that are, are looking at it. Kind of, they kind of have to be. I think this comes down to a fundamental misunderstanding of getting better as you go, like you just described, failing forward. Yeah. It, it comes down to understanding that, I mean, we literally just fixed three or four things. Uh, Kevin messaged me an audio message this weekend Saying, "Hey, man, I'm listening, to, or I'm listening to, or watching rather on YouTube the latest episode we did, and the the TV's crooked, and also I think that your chair is a little farther forward than mine. What if we didn't release it? You wouldn't have the chance to review it and notice those things, right? Right. And I think that's the fundamental misunderstanding here. I'll, I'm going to take a wicked quick story. My mom is a phenomenal artist, unbelievable. You've seen the geese that she painted yeah. in my house. Um, she actually recently texted me. She's on the road, and she said, if there's ever a fire, get the painting.'" And get my firebox. That's it. And get out. <laughs> but she doesn't paint. She could kill it as an artist. Literally. She's so good. But she gets so frustrated in the process of painting because she was painting these mountains one time. Phenomenal. Literally amazing. I was like blown away. And she's like, oh, this is terrible. This is horrible. And compared to her standard, it is actually terrible. And the process is painful because you keep... I remember when I first started writing, I was not a great writer. But now that I've put in... 1700 Instagram posts where I really worked hard on the verbiage. I feel like I'm ready to write a book and actually going to be good at it, but I haven't released a book probably because on some level I'm trying to be perfect out of the gate. This would be my thing. If you have a product or a service that you're waiting to release because your standards are so high, let the people you're writing it for tell you if it is or not. Right. It's not for you. Right. You're not creating it for you. You're creating it for them. I know. Let them tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> Cause that's what happens. Like, okay, you come, out with, you come out with a menu item. Oh, I think this would be a fire menu item. We're going to do this. People either like it or they don't. If they tell you don't, they don't like it, you pull it. Right. If they say it's their favorite thing ever, you find a way to make it better consistently or you find a way to add in a, into more recipes. Right. It's like, instead of just releasing it and maybe getting like 80% love and 20% criticism, mm -hmm. you just hold on to it and you get 0% feedback at all. Which and is not useful. It's it's the opposite of useful. Right. Because then it convinces you that you need to make it perfect. Right. And it's never going to be perfect. And if you have an ego, it's hard to take that feedback. I, th I don't feel like I deal with perfectionism as much as I used to because I don't, I'm not afraid of the feedback anymore. Mm. I made breakfast this morning uh, for Emilia's dad, Father's Day, and for her whole family. And we're, Emilia and I are not great at cooking. 
but we literally said like this is we're failing forward like i had to cook the bacon in the microwave instead of in the oven because the oven her mom said it's going to take like 35 minutes and it wasn't timed right and all this stuff and honestly i just don't care i it's on my give up list i'm not trying to get good at cooking mm. but i did tell emilia this this will be the last thing i say i said let's cook this more times in the future because not only is it delicious but we'll get better at cooking this exact thing so it's like why not get better imagine the magic moment we created by the lake with her family and her father loved it for father's day imagine if we were so worried about not being perfect that we didn't even try and i feel like that's perfectionism definitely is procrastination suited up all fancy i think that's fire yeah i think uh yeah lauren tickner said it best yeah i I don't know I, i feel like you're you're selling yourself short yeah like, I, I appreciate the fact that if you're a perfectionist, you probably have very high standards. Mm. But your standards are so high that they're not allowing you to help anybody. And you can't even meet them yet. Right. Your standards are too high for your current right. reality. Right, yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is you don't have... This is what I've given. I've given advice to people who are perfectionists. Release the product. You'll then have necessity to fix it. Yeah, the pain will make you fix it. Right? Like, I created the first hyperconscious website. I, I did it because it had to get done. I know. If if in my mind it had to be perfect, I never would have done it because I'm not a website designer. We wouldn't even have the website we have now if no, you didn't do that. There wouldn't be pain associated with it. Yeah. That's so why. I would say that. Like stop stop allowing your high standards to stop or stop allowing your high standards to prevent other people to actually see the product. Hmm. Like that's what you're doing. You're preventing other people to even give you feedback. They might absolutely love it. Right. Your ideal client might love it, but you don't <laughs> if you don't think it's a good reflection of what you are or what your service is like that's fine drop it and then fix it yeah it's it's better that way um what was i gonna say i don't know what i was gonna say sounds good yeah, that was good that was it last thing i'll say quickly, on this quickly yeah quick so hey, lauren hey, tickner hey, hey quickly quickly yeah. so lauren tickner said messy action yeah. i've started actually saying this thank you lauren take massive messy action every single episode we've ever done there was some feedback that we got on it and improved Honestly, improvement is a process and perfectionism halts that. If you are looking to hear something that you want us to talk about on this podcast, join hashtag hyperconscious nation. You can find that www.thehyperconsciouspodcast.com. I believe it's at the top and the bottom. Everywhere you go, it's there. Uh, If you go and join that private private Facebook group (laughs) filled with like-minded individuals, not only will we help you stay accountable through our weekly posts, but you can put your topic in and we'll talk about it. Fire. Absolute <laughs> fire. Also, every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time, we have a mastermind every single week. Please join us. Connect with like-minded people. And also, happy Father's Day, everybody. Yes, happy Father's if Day. you to are a fathers. father and to the fathers. Right on. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. We will talk to you tomorrow where we are releasing our Anthony Trucks mastermind all about identity. It is absolute fire although anthony was on a cross-country trip he literally pulled into the like a town that had one restaurant he did the mastermind there he absolutely crushed it he is beyond next level strong work that's what you got that's what i got we hope you enjoyed we hope you will enjoy we'll talk to you tomorrow guys talk to you soon bye ladies and gentlemen we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends and if you have any questions please reach out to kevin or myself our contact information is in the show notes and we can't wait to hear from you guys we wouldn't be able to do this without you so if you would kindly leave us a review on itunes that would help us make more people hyper conscious